You're listening to Fiat Vox, a podcast that gives you an inside look at why people around the world are talking about UC Berkeley. It's produced and hosted by me, Anne Bryce, a reporter for Berkeley News in the Office of Communications and Public Affairs. In the summer of 1996, Will Thomas and Dave Deasy were wading in the Columbia River in Kennewick, Washington. Will kicked something with his foot, bent down, and pulled up a human skull. Turns out it was a really old skull, 9,000 years old, one of the oldest human remains found in North America. It's a discovery that would fuel an ongoing debate between scientists and Native Americans about how ancestral remains should be treated. It also inspired Beth Piatote, an associate professor of Native American studies at UC Berkeley and a member of the Nez Perce tribe, to write the play Antigone. It's a Native American version of the Greek tragedy Antigone. And, you know, the question that was with me is like, well, why, why can people understand these concepts of, like, universal literature, like Antigone, that's supposed to deal with these universal problems of what the living of the dead, what are the limits of the state, um, these kinds of um, what are eternal laws versus uh, human laws. Uh, why, why can the same people who can understand that great classic literature don't understand how Native people feel about ancestral remains. So here's a really quick overview of Antigone. Written in 441 BC by Sophocles, the play is set in the aftermath of a civil war. Two sons of King Oedipus, Edocles and Polynesus, kill each other. The king's successor, his brother Creon, believes that his nephew Polynesus is a traitor and refuses to give him a proper burial. But Polynesus' sister, Antigone, is determined to follow the law of the gods and bury her brother's body. So she defies Creon, buries Polynesus' body, and is caught and put in prison, where she kills herself. And that feeling that she feels for her brother is, is what Native people feel for their ancestors. We care for them, too. We care for them, and we, we want to do what's right, even though the colonial order in which we are born, in which we exist... Um, is trying to sever that relationship, trying to to force us into different kind of postures. And it is a human experience um, to want the dead to rest properly. And and the, the play was a way of talking about how holding the dead is also holding captive the living. Antigone was staged this month at Berkeley's Hearst Museum of Anthropology, which holds one of the largest collections of Native American human remains and cultural items, second only to the Smithsonian. Pytot says that often in science, researchers see these human remains as an opportunity to study how people lived, to learn about their societies. But for Native Americans, their people's ancestral remains mean something much different to them. So it's an entire different system, entire different way of of relating to these beings from from how you know Native people will say, well, these are our ancestors who were buried in in our ancestral homelands and in these particular ways, um, and they deserve to rest. So definitely being here on campus and thinking about very specific context here, and then being able to actually stage the play in the museum itself. I think all those things were just really fantastic opportunities to to confront um, this this 
problem of what it is to be human. The Native American Graves Protection and Repatriation Act, known as NAGPRA, was passed in 1990. The act requires that federal agencies and institutions that receive federal funding, like UC Berkeley, return certain Native American human remains and cultural objects to lineal descendants and culturally affiliated Indian tribes and Native Hawaiian organizations. Piatote recently joined Berkeley's NAGPRA Advisory Committee, made up of a diverse group on campus who provide advice consistent with UC policy, its principles of community for diversity and inclusion, and in compliance with federal laws. So I think that that people do understand the importance of repatriating remains to families and to proper resting places. So the play was one way of trying to to use something like the Greeks, this Greek universal, and say, well, what are the limits of your universal values? Uh, and, and also to turn back and say, well, it's about all of our humanity to treat the dead properly. Antigone was produced in collaboration with the Department of Theater, Dance, and Performance Studies. It's part of the department's ongoing effort, led by graduate student working groups, to deepen conversation among Native Indigenous communities on campus and acknowledge Indigenous art making. Jennifer Tamayo, who directed Antigone, is a second-year graduate student in Theater, Dance, and Performance Studies. As part of her research, she's studying how cultures have used spoken poetry to understand history. She says that directing a diverse cast, made up of graduate students and undergraduates, some of whom had never acted, plus Native people from outside the campus community, made it especially important to her that everyone felt like they could bring their whole selves to their performances. One of the things I really wanted to ensure happened was that the ways in which we did the work together was done together and was done with care and that that was the priority over almost anything else. For Beth, one of the things that she um, talked about early on was about how this was, was also to be a healing experience for those who would be part of it, who were cast members who were Native and also those ancestors who were held in the Hearst who we wanted to make sure remembered that we were still fighting for them. Antigone will be part of a collection written by Piatote called The Bead Workers, Stories, to be published in fall 2019 by Counterpoint Press. At Berkeley, Antigone is already on syllabi in the classics and rhetoric departments, as well as Native American studies and theater dance and performance studies. This year also, it's on syllabi in the classics departments at Stanford and Harvard. And the 9,000-year-old skull and skeleton that were discovered more than 20 years ago were finally returned last year to the native tribes of the region where they were found. The tribes were able to give their ancestor, whom they call the Ancient One, a quiet burial in his homeland. For Berkeley News, I'm Ann Bryce. You can subscribe to Fiat Vox on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to your podcasts. For more news from UC Berkeley, you can visit news.berkeley.edu. And if you have a great story idea, send us an email at news at berkeley.edu.